Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to New Orleans and ONA 2019. This is ONA On Air, and I'm Olivia Allen Price, one of the producers helping to make the podcast this week. When I first learned the ONA conference was being held in New Orleans this year, y'all, I was so excited. This city is known for its vibrant arts and music scene, its nightlife culture, and, oh yes, its delicious food. Now, it can be hard to strike out too far from the conference hotel sometimes. I get that. So I asked a longtime local to take us on a walking tour to a few of his favorite spots, all within a few blocks of where the ONA conference is being held. Hey, I'm Philip Pedascalzo. I'm a New Orleans native. Now, how long have you lived in this area? Uh, let's see. I've lived in the French Quarter for a year, but I lived in New Orleans proper for 10 years. And my whole family's from here. It's midday and hot when we meet up. So we head to the carousel bar for some refreshment. It's about three blocks from the conference hotel. And it's here that I learned that when it's hot in New Orleans, happy hour is the antidote. All right, so the carousel bar is uh, the, all, the, all the bar seats rotate around the bartenders. So the bartenders are standing still. And so they kind of like shuffle along with you as you uh, sit in your seat. Yeah, so you basically sit in this circle and you're slowly moving, I guess it's to the right, inch by inch, uh, slowly, so you're not like getting dizzy or anything. Although I imagine if you had enough drinks, it might start to become a little nauseating. uh, That's like the thing, you know, you drink too much when you fall off of the carousel. (laughs) Pretty special place. And it's really opulent, too. I mean, there's just a lot of, I mean, beautiful molding in this room and the parts that are not spinning, you know, kind of leather wing back chairs and chandeliers and mirrors. It's, it's a pretty, you know, stunning space. Would you say getting a cocktail is like on the list of things you have to do when you're in New Orleans? Uh, yeah, you definitely, you should go to a handful of uh, the like upscale bars. There's like the Sazerac bar and the Roosevelt Hotel and then the Carousel uh, Lounge. There's like an infinite number of cocktail bars really on every corner. Let's grab a drink. Philip orders a Sazerac, a classic New Orleans cocktail made with rye and absinthe that you should definitely put on your must-dry list if you're so inclined. I go for something lighter, a twist on a French 75 called the French 007. When the bartender brings them over, they are picture perfect. Ah, here we are. My French 007. Well, let's tuck into these. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) Ooh, that is nice. Refreshing. How does it taste? Oh, oh, it tastes like whiskey and just sweet and good. (laughs) Next up is a more scholarly stop to learn about the history of this intriguing city. But first, something catches my eye as we're walking there. I've also seen a lot of signs for pralines. What's a praline? It's a a praline. Yeah. Um, It's essentially just burnt sugar. It's like burnt sugar made into a little patty with uh, pecans and caramel all mixed in. It's a, it's pretty tasty, but it's also really sweet and rich. Worth trying while people are here? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Step into one of the little uh, confectionaries and uh, grab yourself some pralines and whatnot. They got a bunch of them here. A few blocks away from the carousel bar, we find ourselves at our next destination. All right. Oh, this is it. Yep. I don't know where we go in. Uh, this door here? So before we walk in, where are we going? What is this? Uh, this is the historic New Orleans collection. They have like uh, 
five or six buildings throughout the French Quarter that are all like sort of dedicated to New Orleans and the preservation of the city. So like they'll show you some like different things about the city and its history. And it's free. We were all set up to take you inside, but... And as we record a little bit inside, we're putting together a podcast uh, for a conference. We couldn't get permission to record, but I promise you the historic New Orleans collection is worth the trip. So that was a little disappointing because they did not let us record inside, but uh, we did take a walk through the museum. What stuck out to you? One, the maps are so pretty. They're so beautifully drawn and like, like so detailed and ornate. It's like really beautiful. It's a great way to learn not just about New Orleans history, but really Louisiana as a whole. That museum also has a second location across the street that is focused on the sort of New Orleans as a city, and I think specifically the French Quarter. So if you really want to dig in on French Quarter history, definitely worth checking out. Yeah. All right, where should we head to next? Uh, let's walk down Royal Street a little ways and you can see some of the famous street performers like this guy that I actually have my eyes on right now who's famous for standing still with a little fake dog. <laughs> That's a real guy? That's a real guy right there, yeah. He's a uh, mid-walk. He's, he's one of the quarter rats, very famous around here. <laughs> wow, that guy is remarkably still. Oh yeah, he, he doesn't move. He's never moved. I've never seen him move. And does he always do the same crossing the street pose, or he, he has like several poses? No, that's the one he, that's the one thing he does. He stands out there all day, mid-walk, mid-stride, and uh, he never moves. I gotta wonder what kind of toll that takes on the body. I mean, does he have an, like an amazing core? <laughs> yeah, I would think it seems like it, it would hurt his knees pretty badly, but I, I don't know, he's been doing it since I've been here, 10 years. Uh, so I guess we should uh, take a stroll through Bourbon Street real quick. Pass up one of my favorite coffee shops, uh, Spitfire Coffee. It's one of the premier coffee destinations in the city. They're, they're repaving all of Bourbon Street in preparation for Mardi Gras 2K20. It's a, it's a big process. It's going to be beautiful once it happens, but it's kind of a hassle right now. So as you stroll down Bourbon Street, is there a... Uh Anything you need to do besides just like go in periodically and get a drink? Is that kind of how it works? It's like a Bourbon Street pub crawl. Bourbon Street. Philip says when you come here, you've got to just lean into that experience and enjoy it. Some people might tell you to skip this famous street, but there's a lot of characters and interesting things that you really just don't want to miss out on. All right, so this is Fritzl's European Jazz Pub. A little secret is that there is a upstairs speakeasy that's a, it's a vampire speakeasy. I don't know the password, but there's a password. You get up there and you have a little vampire time. What is vampire time? I don't know. You know, just uh, I haven't been I haven't been able to get up there. I just know it exists. So someone go and find out. Report back. <laughs> Let us know what vampire time is. Right next to Fritzl's Jazz Lounge is uh, one of the best tropical aisles on Orleans and Bourbon Street. Uh, my grand my grandpa was actually born upstairs in there. It used to be a it used to be a like a short-term residency place, and my great grandma uh, was a woman of ill repute on Bourbon Street and lived up there. Nice. We're talking to someone who's got like roots here, man. It's now a tropical isle, <laughs> which is famous for the hand grenade. What's a hand grenade? Uh, hand grenade just like sugar, pure sugar combined with pure alcohol. It's, it's not something you want to really get involved with. Oh. 
enter Bourbon Street, we have one last stop for a classic New Orleans treat. Hi, can we get one order of the beignets, please? That'll be all for you? Yeah. Café du Monde is the most famous place for beignets, but Café Beignet is closer to the Conference Hotel, just a few blocks walk. It's a little bit quieter and, by some accounts, makes a better beignet. Oh, our beignets have arrived. Beautiful. Yeah, so a beignet is essentially uh, just deep fried and it puffs up really nicely and then they put a bunch of powdered sugar on top. It's a, it's a nice sweet little treat. Let's dig in. Ooh, yeah, they, can be they are hot. hot as fire. <laughs> you gotta eat it while it's hot. I mean, it's like funnel cake. Yeah, it's a, it's a funnel cake. It is a funnel cake. Yeah. The original funnel cake, though. <laughs> Maybe. And just absolutely covered in powdered sugar. They do not hold back. That's another, it's another great thing. You, um, you take the beignet and you blow the powdered sugar on the other person you're mm -hmm. with. I'm not going to do that to you, but. You're a nice guy. <laughs> I like you, Philip. You're just doing it to yourself. <laughs> I know, now you're covered in powdered sugar. Philip, thank you so much for like taking me around the city all afternoon and just kind of talking us through what some of your favorite spots are. Yeah, no problem. Les le bon temps roule, you know, that's what they say. <laughs> Let the good times roll. <laughs> that's like the, it's like the really cheesy catchphrase for New Orleans. Can you teach me to say it? Les le bon temps roule. Les le bon temps roule. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Let the good times roll. If you want more ideas for what to do with your downtime while in New Orleans, check out the episode notes. We'll share links to several guides put together by ONA. I'm Olivia Allen Price with the ONA On Air team. Thanks for listening and stay safe. <laughs>